Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Not a surprise that Ron Rivera has been let go from the Commanders, but where the Commanders went from there, I didn't see coming. Yeah, they hired Warriors, former Warriors GM Bob Myers, current ESPN analyst, and they're bringing in uh, our buddy Rick Spielman, former Vikings GM. Now, there's some confusion on our part, not confusion, but we still don't know how permanent their role is. They're going to be hiring the next coach, which is really odd when you think about it. Is it that hard to hire a coach? You need to bring in a former GM and uh, a, a supposed genius from the NBA? Well, I mean, I think a lot of teams get it wrong. So this is the kind of outside-the-box thinking that perhaps you – Maybe we can start to expect with Josh Harris, the new owner of the Washington Commanders. He's got a basketball background. He's got a hockey background and never really done football before. So here well, we go. You get Bob Myers now is going to be leading the charge. Reminds me, last year's Smarter Than Everybody franchise was the Carolina Panthers, who put in all this energy into the, you know, and they, uh, maybe two years, I can't remember what year they hired Frank Reich. Last but year. They, all that, and they have hired Frank Reich, and boom, he's gone in like 11 games. So I, I do think that, this, I think there's a little bit of randomness to it. Do you really need to bring in uh, the Algonquin Roundtable to hire your coach as a football coach? Well, again, I mean, how many teams get it wrong and it sets you back? And especially where the commanders are, this is the most interesting they've been in a while because they, by virtue of not only losing to the Dallas Cowboys yesterday, but because of a couple other things breaking their way, uh, they now have the number two overall pick in the draft. I mean, you've been looking for a quarterback. Here you go. You're going to get the second bite at the apple here. Maybe you even could trade up, possibly, if the Bears are so inclined. We have no idea how that's going to go. And you're sitting now with a team that's not totally devoid of talent. There are some offensive skill position players that are good. And you do have guys on the defense. On the defense looked terrible yesterday and has looked bad for a while. But, like, on paper, they do have some investment on the defensive side, too. Well, yeah, they did trade away their two real defensive stars, Chase Young and Montez Sweat. Uh, if they are number two and they can't get up to number one, it looks like they'll probably take Drake May and they'll be five and 12 and we won't talk about them at all. Well, I mean, honestly, I mean, geez, girl. <laughs> who's, a, who's being the pessimist I mean, now? Maybe, maybe I'm stuck in the Daniel Snyder mindset, but there's, there is a long, big, deep hole to climb out for this commander, especially if they can't get up to number one for Caleb Williams. I would say no matter who they hire, they're going into next season as a bottom five excitement team. I disagree. I think they've already shown now that they're going to zig maybe a little when others are zagging. So I like it. I'm curious to see what Bob Myers and Rick Spielman come up with. Um, And we'll see if their coaching hire is in any way outside the box, like uh, this consulting hire or whatever their final title is going to be. So that's one thing that's going on. You also had the Panthers, the aforementioned Panthers, fired their general manager, Scott Fitterer. So he will be gone. Um, You know, I don't know. 
didn't really make a strong case that, to uh, to keep his job, but here you go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the easiest call in the history of the NFL to fire that dude. Well, when he traded a second-round pick for Sam Darnold and then gave Darnold $20 million, maybe that was the writing on the wall. But here's the thing. You now have an owner that looks like could be a handful to work for. Let's yeah. put that generously for David Tepper as – to put it less generously, it looks like you have an impetuous billionaire who's owning the team. He likes to throw drinks at fans. Um, as the GM, that's a cozy relationship that you usually have with the owner. Right. The coach also, but sometimes the coach could be a step removed. You never know. So who is the right personality to go along with a billionaire like David Tepper? That is not going to be easy. Well, one thing that works for Tepper's favorite is there's only 32 of these jobs, both GMs and coaches. So somebody's going to take it. I heard someone say, oh, no one's going to want to take the Panthers coaching job. But that's just not true. Because these are, these are rare opportunities. And his money's green. So. Yeah, and listen, there's got to be a lot of lot of young. First, you know, there is this sort of wave of analytic guys in offices around the league. And I'll bet you that's where Panthers go for it. I'll bet you they, they're looking at the head analytics guy at each team and saying, maybe maybe this is our guy. Tepper has always sort of talked that talk. So it's going to be a guy without a lot of like head GMing experience, a young guy, I think. And probably same with the coach. We already had Arthur Smith of the Falcons who got fired just after midnight today. Uh, so that happened. And then on a smaller front, you did have the Giants fired a special teams coordinator, offensive line coach. More of that stuff is going to trickle in as the morning continues. Okay, it is Monday, so that means it's time for the hurry-up offense. Okay, Carlos is going to give us the game, and we'll give you our 30-second breakdown on each one. Carlos, what do you got? All right, well, let's start with the Saturday afternoon showdown and for the AFC North implications. Steelers and Ravens. Showdown. I mean, <laughs> the Steelers... i nice. This is why the Steelers frustrated me on Saturday. Their season is on the line, and they knew it was bad weather, and they fumbled the ball six times. All Mason Rudolph had to do was hold on to the ball ever, and every snap was a total adventure. Jalen Warren and Mason Rudolph were so shaky in that situation. If you're Tomlin, you got to say, I don't care what you do, just do not fumble. The biggest thing coming out of this game was, A, that the Pittsburgh Steelers make the playoffs. They'll now go to Buffalo in the first round, but that T.J. Watt left the game with a knee sprain. His knee, I don't want to say is everything, but it's a lot. Also, could they go back to Kenny Pickett? Let's I think say. the biggest thing is actually the Ravens have no injuries at all coming to the playoffs, which is really seriously important. All right. Speaking of showdowns, go to Saturday night. Texans and Colts. Great. Uh, the Texans win the AFC South. Congratulations. C.J. Stroud is a star in the making. 20 of 26, two touchdowns, no picks. Nico Collins, nine catches, 195 yards in a touchdown. Houston now will host Cleveland. I think I'm picking this as my upset early. They are a home underdog, and I think that Houston's going to be a, a near clean sweep in postseason awards, a regular season awards, excuse me. I, I think Houston screwed around a little bit and kind of found out. They should have put the pedal of the metal and won that game early. They tried to control it with running, and then they got into a running battle with the Colts, which was a mistake because the Colts are a better running team. I think the Colts blew that game, but I do think Houston's dangerous because C.J. Stroud's the real deal. All right, well, here's a result that no one saw coming. Jaguars and Titans. Oh, my gosh. I think we saw it coming. I mean, Maggie saw it coming. The Jaguars have been this. The, the, the wheels have come off lately. And Trevor Lawrence, he looked healthy. Like, you couldn't see the injury, but it's got to be the injury. He didn't play right? healthy. I mean, like, but you can't see whatever the I don't even remember. He has two injuries, I know. 
but he missed so many big plays here. I'm not giving up on him. I, I think there's a lot of extenuating circumstances, starting with health. Yeah, I'm not giving up on Trevor Lawrence, but I mean, this was a bad stretch. Yeah, he's got ankle, he's got shoulder, he had a concussion. But at the same time, you lost to a Titans team that got eliminated weeks ago from contention. Yeah. Who's next? All right, let, let's go to the did Ben Johnson do enough to get a new head coaching job <laughs> game in the Lions and Vikings? Well, probably, yes. They won that game, even though the Vikings made it tight with back-to-back touchdown passes to Jordan, uh, Justin Jefferson and Jordan Addison. However, the biggest thing coming out of this game, again, is an injury, Sam Laporta's knee. And we're not sure how serious that knee is gonna that knee injury is. And meanwhile, Dan Campbell's saying you're either all in or you're all out. I mean, they didn't need to be playing their starters like this in this game, yeah. but Dan Campbell has his, you know, has his way he wants to play. It happened in Dallas where he kept going for two, even though they were getting backed up and backed up by penalties. And uh, now it's playing Laporta. Remember that interview last week? I don't know if you heard this. The interviewer called him reckless. Yeah. It did feel like he was veering towards reckless again. The Laporta injury was gross. His knee went away. It shouldn't go. Uh, I love Sam Laporta. One of the, I, that's going to kill them if he can't play. The who did it worst game? Falcons versus Saints. <laughs> Guys, wow. look at Derek Carr's stats over the last month. I'm telling you, that guy is he's a good NFL quarterback again. The Bermuda Triangle. Uh, the Saints, it's a shame because I feel like they're they're the best NFC South team right now, and they're not representing the division in the playoffs. Well, I mean, only your own fault because of that. Meanwhile, the Falcons already fired their head coach and Arthur Smith. There was a dust-up postgame. Arthur Smith upset with the Saints because they were in victory formation and then ran a play out of victory formation just to get a touchdown for Jamal Williams. It was weird, but again, it's professional football. It's not kids out there. Um, Falcons are a mess. Speaking of messes, the Jets and the Patriots from yesterday's slate. Yeah, this was a tough. I mean, you're Bill Belichick. You've won 15 straight against the Jets, and this could be your last game in Foxborough, and you lose to the Jets, the hated Jets, who who he despises. Um, Listen, Jets don't really have much to say about. For the Patriots, this is the end of an era, and... If they do move on from Belichick, Perloff, we'll have to talk about this later. Do they? Is it better and smarter for them to go inside the Belichick coaching tree or to go outside the coaching tree? And we'll get more into that. Yeah, I mean, just look at the scores. It feels like they need to bring life into this franchise. Even You could bring in Mike Vrabel and maybe you could go 10 and 7, but I don't know. Where's the excitement? What, what, what are you looking forward to? Because the it's been going one way since Brady left and it's down. And it's a perfect segue for this one. Uh, the somebody had to the win at division game, Buccaneers and Panthers. Yeah, it was funny. I was sweating this out because I took the Bucks and I laid the four and a half, and it was like six nothing <laughs> for three and a half quarters. Um, the Bucks won this game, and maybe Baker Mayfield gets to keep the job, but this is one of those where you might end up losing by winning, which means you're not probably not going to make a change at head coach, and you might keep things the status quo just because you made the playoffs at nine and eight when you probably are better served with some type of rebuild i don't really understand what happened to the bucks they looked amazing against the packers i mean the packers who are now a playoff team the bucks looked like a real threat and it just fell apart the last Baker two games got hurt. yeah i guess so well at least you get a million bucks to fall back on uh well let's go to the battle of ohio the Bengals over the browns you know i'm wondering after this game it meant nothing but is jake browning winning a job 
possibly in the NFL because he sure looked pretty good in this game and he's looked good all season long. I mean, uh, this could be totally shallow, but it was his girlfriend slash wife that stole the day. I was going to say, according that was to internet. The, the biggest thing to come out of that game was that chick wearing a cat suit or whatever that <laughs> yeah, thing he was. Yeah, already won. I'm like, yeah. they, they were only just showing his highlights for an excuse to then put the camera on the booth with this this girl jumping around like Josie and the Pussycats. Who Jake's Taylor Swift. Uh, yeah. Jake Brown, he's 27, and I kind of saw an NFL quarterback out there for the Bengals. Maybe it's because the Bengals are a really good team. I wonder if he's a bridge quarterback somewhere. All right, let's go to the Star is Born game. Packers and Bears. Man, this was a, an interesting one. Well, first of all, for the Packers, I mean, how good does Jordan Love look? And I know that the Bears have have trouble sometimes. Uh, their defense has gotten better, but it's not perfect. But I'm, I was not sold on Jordan Love. I've become sold on Jordan Love. I can't believe the Packers are going to do this. Three straight quarterbacks. I don't know if Love's going to the Hall of Fame, but... He looked incredible, and I thought it was weird for the Bears that Justin Fields kind of said goodbye to everybody. Uh, he said it sort of just in case this is the last time I talk to you. Um, I know they're seven and ten, but last week they were the hottest team in the NFL. I, I think that the Bears are going to do what they always were planning to do, which is fire Eberflus, mm. trade Justin Fields, get a new coach, and draft Caleb. I don't know. If they had won this game, then I think the momentum, because the only two losses they had, they had the games won, and they gave them away to really good teams, the Lions and the Browns. So I'm not sure I totally agree with that. But Star is born. I thought, first of all, the Eagles are the Star is born team because Bradley Cooper's there. Oh, stop. Jordan Love, Jordan Love built his star a few weeks ago. This game was okay. They won 17-9. I, I don't know. Was last night Jordan Love's breakout performance? Don't not be a freaking weirdo. Don't be a weirdo. That's the first time I've Jordan Love. Jordan Love. Oh, Jordan Love's been a star. He's, he's been was, great the it, second half of the season. I think the reason why last night was big, it was a win and you're in. You know, there's a lot of pressure there. You had the Bears coming into town that you knew were going to play hard. So I think that was he showed people a lot of things there. Yeah, but I mean, they, they won this game 17-9. to 9. Well, okay, but it's also I mean, it's he'd January been, and Lambeau. He'd what been what kind up, of score are you expecting? He'd been putting up a lot of 30s and 40s. Like, this is a potentially explosive offense. you got to remember, forget the Packers are the worst defense in the league. The Bears did not take advantage. All right, let's go to the Commanders' really stink game, and that's the Commanders and the Cowboys. Listen, Cowboys lock up the number two seed, the two home playoff games. Uh, they get the Packers in the first round. It's going to be kind of interesting, a little Mike McCarthy bowl. Um, I thought the big thing here, Dak was great again with the four touchdowns. I know he threw a pick, but to me now, it's all about Washington and the changes that they've made. They've got the second overall pick in the draft. They've just hired Bob Myers, the former Warriors GM, and Rick Spielman, former Vikings GM, to find them a new coach, and obviously they need a new quarterback. Yeah, one side plot of this game, I was really interested to watch Eric Bieniemy and the offense, because Bieniemy's going to be in the coaching cycle once again, and it was not impressive. Unfortunately, it's not Bieniemy's fault at all, but I thought if Bieniemy could have a great showing here, build momentum for him to get that job finally. I'm not Now I have no idea. All right, well, I want your opinion on this one, because this is, did Antonio Pierce do enough to win uh, the job game, and that's the Broncos and the Raiders? I don't think so at all because the Harbaugh rumors are so hot. And what do they say to you? They're not only, maybe they don't get Jim Harbaugh, but the first team that's been linked to him that's going to go all out according to Rap Sheet is the Raiders. So that means that they don't see Antonio Pierce as a formula to get where they want to go, which I presume is Super Bowl. He's a defensive coach, Meg. I just think defensive coaches are not in, although it was fun to watch him 
sort of go celebrate with the crowd after the game. Don't make the same mistake again here, Raiders. You already had a good coach in Rich Basaccia who the players were playing for, and you jettisoned him for what? The shinier object of Josh McDaniels, and that was terrible. Antonio Pierce is here. The guys like playing for him. Don't overthink this. Yeah, but he kind of won. He beat some games. These are exhibition games. The Broncos weren't even trying yesterday. That meant nothing. I'm just saying it's more than just yesterday. Didn't he lose 3 nothing to the Vikings at one point this season? Listen, it's not going to be a perfect straight line for a while. But I like him. My favorite game of the entire schedule, the E-L-G-L-E-S game, Eagles and Giants. You guys know this game meant nothing, right? You know what this game... <laughs> the Eagles had won 73 to nothing and set the all-time NFL mark. You know what that would have meant? Nothing. This game was... It was... I don't know why they played Jalen Hurts. That's the only thing that I disagree with. Should have sat everybody. Now Jalen Hurts screwed up his finger. A.J. Brown hurt his knee. Whatever. Perloff has finally come into the realization that this season is... A, well, you've finally actually... Coming to- <laughs> you've known it's been over, but it's not just how... That they lost... It's how they lost has been a continuation of how they've been losing. So it's not just a one-off game. The Eagles are unfortunately steadily declining here. Oh, you think when maybe when they gave up 250 yards of rushing to the Arizona Cardinals and lost at home with the division Listen, on the line? I mean... this Whatever happened yesterday was embarrassing, but it really meant nothing. This the, crap is crap. The real, the real problems could come in the playoffs. Well, there's still this a shot. Mo- this is Monday night. Yeah, that would be funny if Sirianni won a game and made people think that everything's okay. Because if you follow the Eagles roster like I do and not Carlos, they're losing everybody this offseason. Like all well, these probably for the better. Nah, I don't know. Losing Jason Kelsey, losing Fletcher Cox, losing Brandon Graham, that can't be for the better. Well, you got old. Okay, keep going. Want to fly like an eagle. Seahawks and Cardinals, the bird bowl. Yeah, man, this was this was probably a little too close here for the Seahawks. They end up getting the win, but it still, I think, casts a lot of doubt on the future for Pete Carroll. Um, not just because of his age, but also because the defense just really isn't great. Now, the Arizona Cardinals on the flip side have been one of the better teams over the last month of the season. Clearly, they're going to stick with Kyler Murray, but um, yeah, Seahawks needed that game-winning field goal. Uh, excuse me, the Cardinals missed the game-winning yeah, field goal. This was like two field goals escape. at the escape. You yeah, know? that felt like a preseason game. Uh, I don't know how the Seahawks meant, knew it didn't mean anything, but they were playing like it didn't mean anything. Yeah, that's not good. So they, they needed the Packers to lose, basically. They must have been scoreboard watching. I don't know if it's no, good pa- or bad. Oh, yeah, I guess the Packers would have been at the same time, but still. Yeah, they must have been scoreboard watching because, uh, yeah, both both teams just feel kind of futureless. Do you think P. Carroll in or out next year? I, I lean in, but I don't know where they're going with them. What, where do you lean? I lean out. That's such an interesting situation because yeah. what do they do after Carroll? They... Well, and you need a new quarterback also. I mean, not that Geno's the problem, but he's never been your long-term solution. Don't you have to at least start thinking about his successor? But you're 9-8. and eight. I, I imagine you're drafting around 18-19. Is there a surefire answer quarterback? I don't know. I mean, you found Russell Wilson in the third round. Like, are, how far away are you from the 49ers right now in your own division? Oh, Pretty far. You're not in the same conversation. I mean, okay, you have so you, you have DK and Lockett at wide receiver, but other than that, the defense has gotten old. And the Rams just made a wild card. Okay. Speaking of which, Rams and 49ers. Ah, oh, this is the Perloff backup quarterback Super Bowl. So this game was won. The Niners had a one. It didn't look like the Rams were even showing up. So I was looking at the seeding halfway through, 
And I'm like, oh, my gosh, the Rams are going to play the Cowboys. Then Carson Wentz, he must have think that he's getting a job out of this game. <laughs> because I've never seen he, – he tried harder than any quarterbacks tried all year long. God bless Carson <laughs> Wentz. And, by the way, he looks pretty good. How about he had the same amount of carries as he had completions? 17. 17 carries for 56 yards. I did not see that coming. And did I finally convince you now that Sam Darnold is not worth your time? Sam Darnold was fine. He was absolutely fine. He wasn't throwing to the top receivers. Uh, a couple guys dropped balls in the end zone. Sam Darnold, with that team around him, I'm telling you, Sam Darnold might not be great. The Niners, they're fully loaded. Do not forget about that team just because they lost this game. Oh, we are totally not doing that. That is Brock Purdy's team. Uh, Chiefs and Chargers, one-point blowout. Oh, I have no idea. I that game know. was was what that happened in this game? Yeah, <laughs> there's a, it was a, it was very bright jerseys whenever Red Zone went to it. I was like, wow, that's a this really. This is good. the one game that I don't. I think everyone could have just nationally slept on. I didn't well, hear a lick about this. You game. know what's funny is I had this on in the quad box. Re- it, yeah, but you had no choice. If you're going quad, then it had to be on. Right, I guess you're right about that. But the quad box going plus Red Zone plus my laptop plus my phone, so. Yeah. yeah, I saw one play. <laughs> I actually did see, catch a couple plays. Blaine Gabbert ripped, scrambled for about 11 yards and got up. And both he and the lineman were laughing at the fact that Blaine Gabbert actually bothered to run. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it just felt like everybody was having a good time out there and it meant nothing. Oh, no. Chris Jones uh, got a sack in the third quarter. That's oh. 10 and a half. And he had a $1.25 million bonus kick in. Kind of a weak sack, too. Well, listen, I mean, he started off the season sitting in a booth, uh, box rather, watching the game because of a contract dispute. Now here they are as the three. Is seed. the Chris Jones dancing gif out there like Jadavian Clowney? Uh, well, he was going crazy after his sack. I know. I mean, what, with three quarters of a million, I think he made on that. And I guess a game we might have touched on a little bit, Bills and Dolphins. Yeah, wow. I mean, this is the Josh Allen experience. We say that a lot, but this game really encapsulated that. And this whole season has been so up and down for the Bills that uh, I guess it's fitting that they get the number two seed and get to host the Pittsburgh Steelers in the first round. No one's more shocked than me. When I got when the Dolphins got the ball at the very end, I assumed they were going to go down and score and yeah. either tie the game or go for a two-point conversion and win the game. And instead, Tua threw a pick. I mean, they just keep losing bodies left and right. I don't even think the Bills are like necessarily that hot right now, but... Um, well, they're letting teams hang around, which is weird. Always. You, but they're pretty good. I've seen stats where they're pretty good at blowing out medium to bad teams. When they're heavy favorites, they used, they used to blow people out. Well, what, what that, happened to that? That doesn't exist anymore. And What's different? Um, like last year, I'll bet you if you look at the scores, when they were playing a, a struggling team, they would win 41 to 20 or something. So the defense isn't as good, right? They have mm. gotten a little bit older, even though they're doing a fantastic job with the pieces that are left. So congrats. But but guys have come back, though. Yeah, Daquan Jones came back. I think that one of the other things, and, and you know, it's not that I won't criticize Josh Allen. I just think that he is he is an elite quarterback. And so I, I find it weird when people – try to rip him down and tear him down where it's like you see the tools and you see the skill and he has had playoff success. He hasn't been to a Super Bowl yet. He's been to an AFC championship game. Like, you know that this could work, but I will say this. uh, Josh Allen's interceptions and turnovers have become much more of a no doubt. Sure thing. Like two years ago, it was never a given that he was going to throw an interception in every game. Now it's a given. Like, I almost joke about it. Like, get it get it out of your system in the first quarter. Like, it was two picks last night. They should be up by so much more. 
that part of it has changed as well. Well, didn't he lead the league in interceptions two years ago, though? I don't know if it was two years ago. I mean, he's led the league in interceptions. So this year was crazy. 18, 14 the year before that, 15 the year before that. Yeah, and the fumbles, which he's kind of cleaned up on, although he did fumble last night. Yeah, so what you're saying is that he keeps the other team close. Because I'm wondering, how did the Chargers and the Patriots almost beat this Bills team? Honestly, like the Dolphins was an easier assignment than the the Chargers. They are a classic team of playing up or down to your competition. Okay. But they ne- they never used to be like that. Something has changed. I, I anyway. But that being said, they play up to their competition. They, Maggie, come on, you got to be feeling great right now. I I can't believe we're here, after all that. After when they lost to the Denver Broncos because they had twelve men on the field on the field goal, uh, I came in with my Bill shirt on with it X'd out in red. I was ready to give up. Well, not I'm never going to turn my back on the team because I'm a true fan, unlike Andrew Proloff. But I go. was ready to totally change everything. And to be honest, I'm still kind of there. But <laughs> to, to be where they are right now, it's quite. It's it feels like a miracle. All right, uh, and then I won't ask you if they lose this game. Is McDermott fired? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Eight five five two one two four CBS Maggie Perloff. Okay, more coaching news coming fast and furious on this Black Monday. We get it to you next. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the twelve precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back. I'm Maggie and Perloff. I asked you earlier, is Derek Henry a Hall of Famer? Your instinct, yes or no? You said yes. Mm-hmm. Just your instinct, immediate reaction. Should the Eagles bring back Nick Sirianni? Don't think about it. No. Does anybody, am I going to be the only person in the world supporting the beleaguered Eagles coach, Nick Sirianni? i to be honest, those, yes. those two questions are not really on the same level. I just wanted your <laughs> gut you reaction. Should, you should uh, apologize to Derrick Henry for putting the Derrick Henry gut reaction, is he a Hall of Famer, and the gut reaction, should Nick Sirianni come back? They're I'm going to tell you right now, level. Nick Sirianni, A, he's going to be a Hall of Fame coach. He is going to stay in Philadelphia and win a Super Bowl. And I'm the only believer in him. It's just that he's such a goofball on the sideline. Everyone wants to get no, him fired. You can't be. It. Well, what are you talking about then? He's made the playoffs three years in a row, and he just won 10 games with a bunch of injuries. I don't understand. What's he supposed to do? Well, the first year felt like they made the playoffs in spite of him. He didn't want to run the ball. The fans were clamoring for it. He handed off play calling responsibilities to the now head coach of the Indianapolis Colts, and things got better. He for took them. over a, a losing team and got them to the playoffs. That was probably his best year out of the three. Okay, then, and who did he take over for? Doug Peterson. Who won a Super Bowl, and they fired him. So this is not a team that is so loyal. We're not talking about the Pittsburgh Steelers here. They've only had t- three coaches this century, as far as I can remember. They fired a Super Bowl-winning coach three years later. 
They they had Reed forever. They had Peterson, and now they hired Sirianni to, to fire Sirianni in three years. Let him let him have one losing season. I think the the rush to fire people is amazing to me these days. We well, should get Spike in here so you guys can debate that because watching you guys yell at each other before five before okay. six in the morning about this was absolutely amazing and glorious. So Spike's my boss, and I can't say anything mean. But he was acting like that Giants game meant something yesterday. He was actually disappointed on Twitter. I was like, dude, get back to the Sixers. The Eagles-Giants game doesn't mean anything. Um, Can I go to something that actually matters today? And that is a clarification from Albert Breer on what's going on with the Washington Commanders. And that is, there was news that Bob Myers, the Warriors general manager, has been hired by the Washington Commanders, along with Rick Spielman, former Vikings general manager. Albert Breer is saying, just for clarity... Bob Myers and Rick Spielman were brought in as advisors. They're not Commander's full-time employees. They'll help, they'll help find... <laughs> well played, Manny. They'll help find a new head of football ops and a head coach. Meanwhile, GM Martin Mayhew and top executive Marty Herney remain. They'll be evaluated by the new football operations hire. So, uh, that... When I say my money is the GM... Uh, and the top executive are not going to be sticking around. But that was a little misleading from Schefter and Woj's report. Yeah. Bob Myers and Rick Spielman were not, are not being hired as full-time employees. They got to bring back, uh, did you see the graphic during the Texans game of the coaching staff under uh, Mike Shanahan back in the day, all the future head coaches? So Bobby Slowick is a Texans coordinator. Yeah. They got to bring that guy back into the fold because all the other ones were Mike McDaniel, Miami, Sean McVay, Rams, Kyle Shanahan, Niners, and who's the fourth one? There's another guy. Zach Taylor. No. Mm, maybe that's it. And then Raheem Morris was also yeah. in the building. But th- how you let all those guys out of the building and, and go to Ron Rivera. Oh, sorry, Kevin O'Connell. Kevin O'Connell, right. So, yeah, I think it's going to be uh, really interesting. I think they're going to go new age offense. They're going to be try and be one of these fancy teams. Ben Johnson, I mean, if they can pay up for him. I don't know why you need Bob Myers in the building. Uh, I, I don't either. You're thinking outside the box. Andrew Bogish is here with some headlines. It is Black Monday, so good morning. Uh, Good morning, guys, and that's where we begin. Those commanders going back to the drawing board once again, but this time it's a unique drawing board. Head coach Ron Rivera is out. His replacement and that new head of football operations will be picked by a group that now includes former Warriors GM Bob Myers and former Vikings GM Rick Spielman. Myers and owner Josh Harris have a long relationship, and Harris wants Myers to show them how to build the organization that he helped build for Golden State. Falcons head coach Arthur Smith, Panthers GM Scott Fitter also fired, while Bill Belichick still in charge in New England at the moment. A path to remaining their head coach might include giving up his GM duties, and Belichick said this morning he's not necessarily opposed to that. Look, I'm for whatever, um, you know, collectively we decide as an organization is the best thing to help our football team. But until we hear from Robert Kraft, Belichick's time with the Patriots might have ended with a 17-3 loss to Trevor Simeon and the Jets in the snow in Foxborough hey, yesterday. I have a question for you. So Belichick's the GM and kind of like the chief decision maker, yeah. right? So let's say the Patriots are trying to trade him. <laughs> Who's... Who's leading that ah, good question. charge? Because that's Belichick's area. Yeah. And it's funny, when he said what's best for the organization, was he saying even firing me might be best for the organization? Was that sort of implied by that? I don't know. I don't think guys generally fire themselves, but... Well, he might be saying what's best. what might be best for the organization is we all move on. Because he, I mean, he clearly doesn't want to coach this team. Why would he want to stay? Well, I think he probably wants to stay, but I, I think... But why? Because... <laughs> 
because I think he probably feels like he deserves a chance to turn it around. And he probably feels like he deserves a chance to get another bite at the apple with uh, selecting another quarterback. But here's the funny thing, right? So I'm kind of kidding, but not really. If you are trying to trade Belichick, that's got to be a Robert Kraft talking to another owner situation. So their website under front office lists Robert (laughs) Robert Kraft, (laughs) Jonathan Kraft as president, and then in a much smaller picture, Matt Groh, Spelled G R O H like Al Gro's son probably is the director of player personnel. Well, if, clearly this, sure is, is. this would be a Jonathan Kraft. <laughs> this would be a John Kraft move. I yes, guess. Like I John would think, Kraft. I'll give you a seventh right now. I, Jonathan Kraft, I think, is one of those people who's actually very influential, and you never hear about him. He's up in the box with Robert. No, I know, but he's never quoted in a news story. Yeah, like, like the like, opposite of Stephen Jones. The opposite yeah. of Stephen. Always hear about Stephen Jones. Well, but Stephen Jones is right out there. Like, Jerry does a radio interview on Tuesdays, and Stephen does one on Fridays yep. or whatever. Like, they're the same playbook. This is different. Uh, the Miami Dolphins, meanwhile, they could have been, should have been AFC East champs, but another disappointment last night, losing Sunday Night Football at home to the Bills, 21-14. They did not score after halftime. Were outgained 473-275 to overall. Head coach Mike McDaniel. They did much better than we did um, across the board. Uh, it was very, very disappointing. Um, uh, starting with, you know, I always look at myself. Then we had some things that that possibly could have been there that you know it's self-inflicted wounds and now they have to play in kc saturday night while the division champion bills get to host the steelers sunday afternoon tj watt has a grade two mcl sprain according to his brother jj also saying that tj needs a few weeks of rest and recovery but pittsburgh doesn't have (laughs) that time the rest of your the rest of your super wild card weekend schedule is Browns at Texans 4:30 Eastern Saturday, same time on Sunday for the Cowboys and Packers in Dallas, the Rams and Lions in Detroit on Sunday night football, and then Eagles at Bucks on Monday night. LeBron dunked over Paul George, scored 25 total points as the Lakers beat the Clippers 106-103. The Lake Show snapping their four-game skid while ending the Clips' five-game run. The Dodgers spent again adding outfielder Teoscar Hernandez, a reported one-year deal worth $23.5 million. Hernandez an all-star back in 2021. Last season, 26 homers, 93 RBI for Seattle. And South Dakota State won its second FCS title in a row yesterday, Ooh. 23-3 over Montana in Frisco, Texas. That's the Jackrabbits? Those are the Jackrabbits. Uh, 29 consecutive wins. These are the only two titles in their program history. Guys, back to you. I, t- I have a question for you guys. Yeah. If you're Mike Tomlin, are you upset with the way that people are perceiving you this season? I saw a graphic on Fox Sunday that, uh, these coaches are probably safe, and they had Robert Sala, Brian Dable, and Mike Tomlin. <laughs> Isn't that unfair to Mike? Mike Tomlin just took a team with an injured quarterback and all sorts of other problems. It got them to 10-7 and seven in the playoffs. Are we maybe underestimating the job he did? Because he was certainly on the hot seat a month ago. Oh, well, definitely, because it seemed like he was being really um, obstinate in keeping Matt Canada. Yeah, it's the weirdest thing. You're like actively hurting the team and everyone can see. You're right, though. I think a Super Bowl winning head coach doesn't deserve to be on the same graphic. I know Dayball's won a couple Super Bowls uh, as an assistant, but doesn't really deserve to be on the same graphic as those two guys. And he is safe, right? Even if they get killed in this playoff game, I think he's got a job back, right? I think so, but it's this weird, like, 
chicken and the egg conversation with him. Like, yeah. is he the reason why they're in a bad way that he then rallies them out of? Like, that's right. where good. people are splitting in Pittsburgh now. Good yeah. enough to win 10 games, but not good enough to get back to the Super Bowl. Right, Wasn't that the rap that we heard about Pittsburgh? Well, it's kind of like, you know, the, the famous Simpson line from Homer Simpson about beer. He's like, or alcohol. He's like, ah, alcohol. The cause of and solution to all <laughs> yeah, life's problems. Exactly. Right? It's yeah. like Mike Tomlin. The cause of and solution to all your problems. No, I, I don't think he's the cause of. I think he definitely stays. My bigger question mark is really about the Bears. Like, they're fascinating yeah. to me because, um, you know, I think the whole time the right move would be to fire Eberflus, trade Justin Fields, and then start over with Caleb Williams. To me, that seems like such a no-brainer. And I like Fields, and I like watching him play. But you have this opportunity. You can't, you can't punt on the number one overall pick two mm. years in a row when you don't have an obvious franchise quarterback in the building. Like, that's insanity to me. And if they kept him just because he won a couple games at the end of the season, like, mm. earth to... Like the Bears, it's his job to win games. <laughs> he, he hasn't been able to do it until a furious thing at the end. Like, I, I, I just, I never liked this to begin with. And, and I'm curious if he's going to get fired today. Well, I, I actually think we're going to come in tomorrow. Matty Refluce will be gone. But I do think if you kept them, you'd get so much, so many assets if you trade that number one pick that you could have Marvin Harrison Jr., one receiver, DJ Moore at the other. You could have, yeah, Monte Sweat rushing the passer. I think they could be the favorite with Justin Fields. Because the NFC North, I mean, Detroit's got to deal with Dan Campbell and all his mistakes. Uh, Green Bay has no defense, and the Vikings are rebuilding. I, I think Chicago would be a real playoff team next year. Okay, but Green, Green Bay has no defense, and what happened yesterday? They stopped Justin Fields. Now, they might have basically concussed him, and then two plays later, the independent neurologist finally decided to take right. a look at him. But, but still, add a bunch of talent in the offseason, possible that you could, at least there's a case to be made. If I was a fantasy football player, I'd want to be the Bears. I'd trade that pick and be like, oh, my God, I have more first-round picks than any team ever, and I could add so much talent. I know, but what if Caleb Williams, I, I know you don't want to play the what if game yeah. but what if he ends up becoming this next great thing you're going to look like the world's biggest loser true but we all know i mean caleb williams goes to chicago that grass in chicago and that weather it just does not feel like a match made in heaven it doesn't feel like anyone's throwing 50 touchdowns in chicago i mean i don't even know I'd for like sure to give it a shot i, I don't mean, even know the best prospect <laughs> you'd have forever i don't even know for sure if caleb williams is going to do it i mean he might no, I, I don't like to do that unless a guy's really out there saying he's going to do it. I mean, what what sign is Caleb Williams not given about, I'm going to control this draft process? There hasn't been a quarterback since Eli who's been as adamant saying, like, listen, just I'm going to be in charge of this process. Ooh, not his you. dad? Well, he said I could go back to USC if I don't like the NFL situation. No. The reason why he said I could go back to USC, I think, is because USC was still playing. No, I think it's. I think it's, they were very clear about NFL. They they think he said it. I think his dad said, "I want the right situation for my son." Yeah, I just, other dads have said that. I mean, we had Carson Palmer sit down the hall and yeah. tell Boomer and Jew that that Joe Burrow was not going to the Bengals, <laughs> yeah. and he's the Bengals, and everything has been fine. He's he's going to the Bears. He'll Same be. I mean, he'll be the number one pick. Was Trevor Lawrence would he have gone to the Jets? Yes, he would yes. have. And he went to the Jags. And also, Caleb Williams' dad is a famous controlling dad. He's got, I'm not going to compare to the Marinoviches, but he's been he's been eyeing his son's NFL future since he was 16, apparently. Okay, but so is Kyler Murray's dad, allegedly. No, and he Ky ended up in Arizona. Kyler Murray's dad. I mean, <laughs> that's a totally different story. Caleb has been like, I don't. I think Kyler Murray was never like, 
it was a shock that he, he was a baseball player. No, 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 but the dad's really involved is what I'm saying. Right, but his Caleb Williams' dad has apparently had this blueprint for mm-hmm. his son to be a Hall of Fame NFL player. I think he's very controlling about this, and there's reason to not think Chicago is going to be a great fit. 855-212-4CBS. Bogish, thank you so much. Coming up, we've got a pick for tonight's college football national championship game. Does this count with our official picks? Also, I want to go double or nothing on a certain bet. That got Bogus's attention. On the bet? On the bet. Can you do that without Pete and EJ here right now? What's the bet? Like the, the singlet. The singlet bet. The Leotard What's less bet. than a singlet? Oh, I thought you were talking about Victor <laughs> Wembenyama. No, oh, no, 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 no. That one's set in stone. I feel good about that one. Well, if Perloff uh, will have to drive to San Antonio if Wemby wins Rookie of the Year, just to apologize. When Wemby wins yes. Rookie of the Year. I mean, he's, he's it into existence. Distant, distant second. <laughs> he's not eye. distant. It's also January. No, I've got a double or nothing proposition for our other bet. We'll do that next. Maggie and Perloff, CBS Sports Radio. The rest of your the rest of your super wild card weekend schedule is Browns at Texans. All right. Maggie and Perloff, national championship tonight. Michigan Wolverines, four and a half point favorites over the Washington Huskies. Again, the disrespect to the Washington Huskies is massive. I'm taking the points in this game. I will also take the under 56 and a half. Now, I don't know if you have a thought on this, Perloff. This will not count as far as our official picks, though. Not our NFL picks. This is a separate thing. Now, I'm also wondering if Perloff would be willing to crack open our bet again. Mm-hmm. Now, the bet that I lost, fair and square, EJ and I both lost it, which is that we thought Alabama was going to beat Michigan. They did not, which means we have to wear, we both have to wear wrestling singlets on the show. Right. Yeah. So Couldn't have said it better myself. So, okay, so you want to do a little wheeling and dealing here. What's double sh- or not? I'd I, love to hear what double of wearing a singlet is. <laughs> well, I thought of double... And EJ talked about this, and Carlos just talked about it. What if the double means I would have to wear the singlet to WrestleMania, which is coming to Philadelphia the first week of April? Philadelphia is not that far from where we are. It's going to be cold, which I'm a little worried about. But uh, I would wear the singlet to WrestleMania, which feels rather embarrassing. Oh, wait, wait. wait. If If I lose. If you lose, because I was to say that sounds like a win. Really? And what? You get planet? to go to WrestleMania wearing a singlet. <laughs> that's awesome. I'm telling her like she'll a... be a star over there. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, like wait, I, that's why I'm like. Uh, I mean, I guess it, I guess it's enticing. No, it's cool yeah. to go to WrestleMania. Don't get me wrong about that. No, I know, that but it's even cool. cooler to go wearing a wrestling singlet. Is it though? Why don't people wear those if it's so cool? Why you know, aren't I've they... gone to a bunch of wrestling shows. You don't see anybody in singlets, Thank so it's you. totally a punishment. <laughs> But that weekend, I think you'll endear yourself to a lot of people. But does that, all right, be honest. Does that sound like a double? The double, the embarrassment level of wearing a singlet is pretty high already. To double that embarrassment, going to WrestleMania in that singlet, I'm not sure that's a double. Well, it's as close as I could get. I need a way to try to escape hatch mean, out of this bed. Wearing a singlet is pretty embarrassing. If you want to double that embarrassment, I think me and the audience could go to but work think here. think about it. I mean, <laughs> you're not only wearing a wrestling singlet to WrestleMania, Think of the time. It's going to be cold and miserable. Yes. It's very possible it could rain, too. Are you that talking? Is the, definitely punishment worthy. Are you talking? 
Are we talking about cold, like the cold water in that viral video of the guy who jumped into the <laughs> pond at the Bass Pro Shop? Is that where we're going, Carlos? Uh, very, very cold water, if you know what I mean. And by the way, yeah. that's not Maggie's problem. That's EJ's problem, the cold weather <laughs> and wearing a singlet. That is definitely not double. I think our audience would be frustrated if you got to nothing for that bet. Oh, right. I can't do that for the audience. I mean, double the double the embarrassment of a singlet. I mean, you might have to be naked and jump into a Bass Pro Shop pond. I mean, that is <laughs> yeah. the double that Maybe embarrassment. Get the sponsor. I mean, I'd probably it'd probably look like I'm not gonna say it. What happens to that guy who jumped into the Bass Pro Shops? What he's is, going to jail, right? How about the guy who stole the tarpon from Bass Pro Shop a few weeks ago and they still haven't <laughs> found him yet? It stole the giant fish out of one of their ponds. Wait a minute, is Bass Pro Shops like under assault? What's going on here? Bass this Pro guy Shops stripped down and jumped into the giant you know, pond that's in Brass Pro Shop. We don't have one in New York City where I live. If they did, that would be considered a field trip for the kids. Like, taking to a Bass Pro Shop <laughs> is the most fun I've ever had. They used to be a big sponsor of Dan Patrick Show. Yeah. And we would just go for four. They'd be like, here's $100 to spend at Bass Pro Shop. Greatest day ever. It is the best store. Now, why you'd be compelled to take your clothes off and jump in the pond, that I don't understand. <laughs> or it's like a tank. It looked yeah, like a, a tank. It was like one in Alabama, and a guy stripped down, and then he was kind of – he did, like, multiple jumps. You know, it was like – um, Like an otter? You know, you know those old <laughs> movies from, like, the 50s where, like, a woman jumps in the water, and then she slowly comes out of the water and has, like, perfect hair and makeup? He was kind of doing those kind of dives, well, like, like artistic-looking okay. dives. What's that? Like synchronized swimming? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but solo. <laughs> it's easy sure. to be synchronized when you're by yourself. <laughs> yeah, this guy was definitely marching to the beat of his own drum. He was saying okay. something, too, which didn't distract anyone, unfortunately. From How about this? What was now going I'm, on now I'm inspired. How about you buy a ticket to the Jags game and you find your way into that pool wearing oh, the wrestling singlet? That pool's got to have so much beauty <laughs> yeah, in it. You just don't want to get in that pool. I want to get in that pool. Oh, come on. What, what do you think is floating around in that Petri dish of a pool? So it's not even the wrestling singlet that bothers you. It's just the exposure <laughs> to the water in the I, Jaguars pool. I'd rather get into the tank with the literal stingrays from oh, the Tampa on. Bay Rays than get into that Jaguars pool. You have to be a millionaire to get in that pool. It's not It's not a Bass Pro Shop pond. <laughs> I just want to go to a place with 100 adults of peed in it. Thank you to Carlos Ortiz. Thank you to Manny Rodriguez. Thank you to Andrew Kaplan, Andrew Bogish, Widows, Coffee Drinkers. We'll see you tomorrow. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.